So you've decided to sell your own business. That's great. The last thing you should do though is tell anyone. Hey everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from the investlocalbook.com blog site where I talk about buying and selling small businesses, personal finance, and local investing. This week, I want to talk about confidentiality when selling a business and why it's so darn important. You know, most people out there in the world will never be entrepreneurs. They're always going to be an employee working for a paycheck. And people who are employees, you know, they don't spend their time usually reading about business and trying to understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur or trying to learn about the realities of business. They spend their time watching sports and drama and movies and all kinds of other stuff. Well, when do those people learn about business? It's from the news headlines. And when can you remember seeing a news headline that says something like this? Local mill seeks new buyer or local business seeks new investors, right? It's only in one occasion. It's when businesses are failing. So let's take a look at the whiteboard and find out how the rumor or the knowledge or your announcement of a business being for sale can actually destroy your business and eliminate you know, whatever value you've managed to build over the course of time. So what I've done here on the whiteboard is I've written out the five different stakeholder groups that can affect the value of your business if they find out that your business is in fact up for sale. Again, remember, when most people hear that a business is for sale, they associate that with the business being in difficulty or maybe potentially that it might be failing and could go out of business. So let's take a look at these groups. First one, employees. What can happen if employees find out that your business is for sale? Well, several things. If they know that the business isn't failing, they could still be concerned about change. Um, good employees always have opportunities to leave your company and go and join competitors. And your competitors, don't kid yourself, know who your best employees are because people within certain industries talk to each other. Employ the employees of competing firms can tell their, you know, their bosses, look, I know those guys over there. I know they're good workers. If we have an opportunity, let's try and get those guys. So employees will always have an opportunity to go work someplace else. And even if they know that your business isn't failing, they can perceive risk for themselves in change. What if the new owner doesn't like me? What if the new owner has a brother-in-law who's going to be hired to take my job, etc.? You know, if they think that the company might be failing, be, you know, hearing that it's up for sale could validate that suspicion and again cause them to leave. Any business that loses its best employees is going to be in trouble, period. Second group, customers. How can customers react if they hear that a business is up for sale? Again, it depends on what kind of business you're in. I always use the example of a flower shop because it, it, it shows two different types of sales. If I walk into a flower shop with some money and I want to buy some roses for my girlfriend, I hand over the cash, I get the flowers. So it doesn't particularly matter to me in that transaction whether or not a business is for sale because I'm getting value for money on the spot. There's no risk, what we call delivery risk or future risk in that arrangement. So I present the flowers to my girlfriend she loves me so much that she agrees to marry me, and now we start planning our wedding, which is going to be for next spring. Do you think that we're going to engage that florist, knowing that they're up for sale? Of course not. 
We don't know if they're going to be open in the spring. We don't know if it's going to sell who the new owner is going to be and if we can work with that person or if they're going to be qualified or if they're going to be you know, able to deliver the product or service that the present owner can. So for arranging something in the future, there's an incredible amount of risk involved in a business that's potentially up for sale. And that's how a business can be ruined if customers find out that it's up for sale. You start to lose contracts from anyone who's worried about whether or not you're going to be the person in charge when they get their product or service. Third group, suppliers. In many instances, small businesses are associated with certain key suppliers. Think about motorcycle dealerships. If I sell Kawasaki motorcycles and Kawasaki finds out that I've put my business up for sale, they may decide that they have a keen interest in determining who the new owner is. They may even block the sale or demand to know who the buyer is before they agree to allow an assignment of that dealership contract, right? The other thing that can sometimes happen is trade credit can be put at risk. So if I'm getting 30 days credit from my suppliers, uh, you know, giving me 30 days to pay bills, if they find out I'm for sale and decide, you know what, we don't trust that David is in a good position, we now want cash on delivery, all of a sudden, I need to find new operating capital to pay for the purchases of my business. 30 days of purchases for a lot of small businesses can be an insurmountable feat. It can actually kill businesses by requiring you to inject that much new money. Most people just don't have access. Lenders, speaking of money, I've been involved in several transactions where sellers told their banker that they were going to be selling their business and bankers have cut credit lines in response to that news. It's true. If the banker is worried in any way that the business may be on a poor footing or that something else might be wrong in, you know, in, any, in any way, that you know, they're a cautious bunch, you can have uh, loans called, you can have lines of credit cut, etc. So it's important not to let your lender know that your business may be up for sale. What you want to do is wait until you have a deal done so that you can potentially introduce a new customer for the bank in the buyer saying, look, here's a guy that's going to take over my business, a new customer for you. That's a whole different discussion. Last group, competitors. Seems obvious, doesn't it? I once worked with a roofer who decided to sell his business. He didn't know how to sell a business. He thought it was like selling a boat or a house or a car. So he told everyone his business was for sale. His competitors heard this news and started to tell homeowners, hey, look, I know you're going to get bids from different people on having your roof replaced. Watch out for that guy. His warranty may not be any good because I heard his business is up for sale. Three weeks worth of work was his normal book of business ahead of time. It quickly shrank to one week. He had to go around and tell people that it wasn't true that he wasn't in fact selling his business. It took him over two years to recover from that blunder and then he finally came and saw me back when I was a business broker and said, Dave, I need your help to sell the business and clearly I don't know what I'm doing. These are the different groups of people that you need to keep a secret from if you decide that you're gonna sell your business. If you're gonna sell your business on your own, I highly recommend you enroll for my program at howtosellmyownbusiness.com at least Get a copy of my best-selling book, How to Sell My Own Business. It'll take you step-by-step step through the process and show you where you need professional expert help to get, to get you from one goalpost to the next. Check out 
howtosellmyownbusiness.com, see the five steps that I take my clients through on the journey of selling their own business without having to pay a business broker's commission. Thanks, and if you enjoyed this video, please like or share. It's the only way that the computer systems that run the internet have of knowing that the content is valuable. If you want other people in your position to see this stuff, you need to like it and share it. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, why not click subscribe? That way you won't miss any of my future videos. Thanks, we'll see you next time, and I hope you have a great day.